Well, good Monday morning, everybody. It's the 31st of May, Memorial Day. And my title today is Memorial Day Thoughts. Now, as many of you know, I grew up in a military family. I was actually born in the Naval Hospital in Long Beach, California, which is no longer there. I lived for four years on the grounds of the Naval Academy as my father taught there. And then we lived for four years in Portsmouth Naval Shipyard in Portsmouth, Virginia. My father and both of my older brothers attended the Naval Academy, and one served his career actually as a naval dentist. Well, that has a funny sound to it, a naval dentist. I didn't know we had teeth in our belly buttons, but nonetheless, I digress. So we celebrate Memorial Day as a day to remember those men and women who died in the service of our nation. And if you've never been to Arlington Cemetery uh, or been to see the monuments in Washington, D.C., let me tell you, it would certainly be worth your while. In the two world wars, the American Civil War and the Vietnam War, the death total was about 560,000 men and women who died serving our nation. For their service, we should be thankful for the freedoms that we have in our nation, and we should have a very deep appreciation that it costs over half a million soldiers their lives. What deeply saddens me is the war that I see going on inside of our nation right now. Is it just me, or does it seem likely to anyone else that we might be heading toward another civil war? Yeah, I kind of doubt it, but gosh, look how divided we are. It is no longer the North against the South. It's the Republicans against the Democrats. It's the conservatives against the liberals. It's those with white skin against those people of color. It's the wealthy against the poor. We repeatedly say the Pledge of Allegiance, where we say we are one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, yet, I don't know, we seem further from that ideal than ever before. And seeing in the news how some people are saying that the rioting mob who stormed our Capitol building was just like a normal group of visitors walking through the building while they themselves were inside barricading the doors and fleeing for their lives? I mean, this is just absolute craziness. Now, those of us who are followers of Christ and who live in the United States of America, we have a real obligation right now not only to remember those who fought and died for the freedoms we enjoy on Memorial Day, but to pray, to pray for our nation, to pray for all of the leaders in all three branches of government, and to treat one another as our Lord would have us to do. You know, the astounding message of the gospel is that we love our enemies, and pray for those who persecute us. Jesus himself said in Luke 6, 35 through 30, 36, But love your enemies, and do good, and lend, 
expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil people. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. You know, I see in this passage something beautiful and of great value. This idea of loving our enemies. Uh, we would rather badmouth them and fight against them, and yet God loved us even when we were an enemy and dead in our sins. And what about the idea of lending and expecting nothing in return? Or of being kind to ungrateful and evil people? You know, it seems to me that our churches have become fortresses to keep our enemies out instead of hospitals to bind up the brokenhearted and be a sanctuary to those who are in need. When was the last time you were kind to an ungrateful and evil person? If we're going to be truly followers of Jesus, then we're going to have to get our hands dirty. and We're going to have to help people who are in need. Now, I have found that in the 180 ministry, where we're helping hundreds of broken men, even thousands, who have become addicted to porn, it's like breathing new life into them because they're ready to give it all up and cash in the few remaining chips they have. Now listen, I even know and work with some men who have become addicted and arrested and convicted of using child pornography. Often, they themselves have been molested as a child, which is a pain they will live with for the rest of their lives. However, I find them wanting to find someone who will accept them unconditionally. And as they begin to be treated as a broken man needing help, which we all really are as well, they find hope, they find strength, in finding a team of other men who will love and help them regardless of their sexual past. And why in the world should we be doing that? Why open our hands and our hearts and try to help those less fortunate or more beaten down than we are instead of making a fist and wanting to punch them in the face? Because on Memorial Day and every day, we need to remember one more death the death of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, the death that gives us life, the sacrifice that has paid for all of our sins, the shedding of his pure and holy blood so that his sacrifice would completely pay the price, not only for our sins, but for the sins of the world. Jesus came to be our Savior, but also to model how we should love and help those around us. Paul says in Philippians 2, quote, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility consider one another as more important than yourselves. Do not look out for your own personal interests, 
but also for the interests of others. How should we respond to the challenges of our day right now as followers of Christ? How should we respond to someone wearing a QAnon t-shirt or an Antifa t-shirt? How should we respond to the far left-leaning progressives or the far right-leaning conservatives? You know, I wish that all our elected officials would quit arguing about wearing face masks and would put on WWJD bracelets. What would Jesus do? Is always a good question to ask when you're engaging in the challenges of our current culture war. My friends, join me in being someone who prays for our nation and the leaders of our nation. Let us exhibit kindness and gentleness and be Christ-like in all that we think, say, and do. And then I think we can be part of the healing that needs to happen within our broken nation. So we might be, again, united and under the grace of God. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great Memorial Day and a wonderful week coming up. Appreciate you listening, and I will speak to you again tomorrow. Take care, and goodbye.